Welcome to podcast number 10 from ministrytochildren.com. My name is Tony Coomer, and today I'll be talking with Michael Chanley. Michael, he is the creator of cmconnect.org, and he's also the lead author of a book called Collaborate Family Plus Church, which is actually a collaborative work by 35 different authors on how the church can impact the family. So, Michael, welcome to the podcast. Great. Thanks for having me. Well, let's just get started. Can you tell me a little bit uh, about your story? I got saved when I was in the Marine Corps when my son was born. Uh, had grown up without a real solid family structure. Uh, by the time my wife and I were married, both of our all of our parents had been <laughs> were on their third marriages. So um, she and I made a decision never to get a divorce. It wasn't really grounded in why that mattered, except for the pain of growing up. And uh, so when I got saved, I, I realized that that pain could be healed, and that's exactly what Christ did for me. And so I immediately started serving a ministry. And God eventually called me into children's ministry and family ministry. I really know without a doubt that, that the passion and the calling of my life has to do with helping kids who are going through the same things that I went through as a kid and helping families not to make the same mistakes that my family made. Well, recently you were serving at Southeast Christian Church in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, for those of us kind of in the Kentucky, Indiana area, we know that this is uh, you know one of the largest and most influential churches in America. Uh, but as I read on your Facebook page, that position – was ended, eliminated, and you've had to kind of move on. Can you tell me a little bit about that experience and what God's been teaching you through that? Uh, first of all, serving at Southeast was a was a huge honor and blessing, and it was a great experience. I served there in the children's ministry, uh, and then I transferred over to the parenting and family ministry, uh, and then the church changed structure, and like you said, my, my position was eliminated. And, you know, I think the, the real God thing was that I had said, I would never leave this church. I intend to stay here forever. (laughs) And it seems that (laughs) in my experience, whenever I say something like that, that's when God says, well, I guess something else planned for you. And so uh, in this transition season, I've been, you know, going back to the basics of of my faith and and making sure that uh, I'm here with my family as much as I can be. And uh, I've been really blessed to have a lot more time with my family. Um, I've been focusing a lot of my time. Uh, and energy on doing the things I love to do, which is uh, communicating with the, um, the children's ministry community on CM Connect and uh, also speaking and uh, writing. I've got a couple book projects I'm working on. Uh, and so I'm just making the most of the making the most of the season and uh, just waiting patiently to see what God has in store for us. Now, let's talk a little bit about CM Connect and CM Connect, for those that don't know, is a free social networking website for people who are in children's ministry. And that's from uh, kids pastors of big churches down to just Sunday school volunteers. They're all on there sharing ideas and connecting and networking. Um, so, Michael, can you tell me a little bit about how that website got started? When I first started in ministry, my church hired me. The elders interviewed me, and I don't even know why. Tony, I have no idea why they hired me to be a children's pastor. I was I was fresh out of the Marine Corps, working at a warehouse, did not even know what children's ministry was, didn't know a single other children's pastor, and they had this position, and I thought, well, I love these kids. I've been serving with them, and maybe they'll hire me because I wanted to go into youth ministry someday. Well, what happened was they did take a chance on me, and uh, God allowed me to serve in this children's ministry, and it completely blew blew my socks off. It was like uh, it was it became my calling for my life, uh, but I never saw it coming. Well, to get the answer, I, uh, since I didn't know any other children's pastors, 
I didn't know anyone else out there that was doing what I was doing. I was reinventing the wheel and trying to figure out, okay, how do I do this? How do I teach? What's the best way? I mean, they had to figure everything out from scratch. I was blessed to go to uh, um, CPC one year and found all these other people who were doing things, puppets and felt bored and crazy stuff, and uh, started implementing some of those things and not some of those things into my ministry. And then a few years later, discovered uh, an opportunity to create a social network, like CM Connect is what it became, to try and get together with other people and share ideas. And we had been sharing ideas. There was about 90 of us that had been sharing ideas through these email forums uh, that would go back and forth. But it was really cumbersome and hard to follow. And so the vision of CM Connect when I first started was just to get the few people that I knew together to collaborate online. And then it just quickly grew outside of that. It became this huge um, ministry opportunity where people can collaborate and they can learn from one another and share from one another and meet one another. And, and now through I'm a Kidman, they can even find uh, regional networks of other children's pastors to connect with. The whole idea of networking, and I, for me, that has been just a constant struggle where I know in my mind, okay, I've got to make time to connect and share ideas and do all this. But aside from just you know blogging and a few other things that I do, it's been difficult to me. So maybe you can give some rationale for someone uh, like me who's in a smaller congregation, you know, with all the ministry demands every week. What is the payback for investing time in a site like CM Connect? Let me th- let me kind of go into the background of this a little bit. My background, education-wise, I'm a history and sociology major, and in sociology there's this concept called the shared brain, and the shared brain really is how we store information in one another's brains. Um, Now, all throughout history, when we talk about social connectedness and we talk about how people know one another, there are small communities of about 150, 150 people. And that's because the human brain is designed to know the names and faces of about 150 people. And beyond that, it's hard to remember the names and faces of everyone. Usually you know someone who knows someone, but as a church grows, you feel that kind of tension. If you have a church that's over 300 people, you begin to feel the tension of, I don't know everyone here anymore. Um, and churches struggle with that all the time. Now, what social networking has done, sites like Facebook and uh, MySpace, which kind of originated a lot of this, and then and CM Connect specifically for children's pastors, is what what these social networks have done is they have they have outsourced that social part of our brain to make it more functional. Where our brain is designed designed to hold the uh, the connective or the connections of 150 some people now through outsourcing it through technology we can be connected to 1500 or 15000 people just i mean really literally just by doing a google search and the benefit of it the real tangible benefit to your ministry is that you don't have to be in a silo you don't have to have that feeling of i'm the only one doing this i'm the only one struggling with this if you ever wake up and you feel like i don't know how i'm going to do this lesson or i don't know anything to do about this situation with this volunteer, well, through the social network, you can post a forum or you can post a blog or you can just contact and reach out to someone at a church of similar size or in a similar situation or in your neighborhood, um, any type of demographic you can break it up into, and you can ask people, hey, have you ever dealt with this? Um, help me here because I need someone who isn't at my church who can kind of share with me this experience. Um, so, so the, the real tangible benefit of networking is the shared brain concept of where we store information in one another and we can go straight to the expert who may know specifically about ministry in a certain region or if a certain issue. 
that seems exactly the way the times that I've been on CM Connect and on the Kidology forums and on other places. That's exactly what I've gone in there to do. I've gone in there with a ministry problem or needing a ministry resource, and I've been able to to do that. I think for me, just the struggle is is to do it consistently every week mm. because it is it is always a benefit, you know, because you go in yeah. there thinking, well, I don't have anything pressing today, but I'll see what's going on. And yeah. then you find out something else somebody else is doing, and you're able to help and encourage them. And in the process, it sparks a new idea for you. I had written something on CM Connect about this recently that that I uh, had read your blog before and knew your name, but I had no idea you lived right across the river from me until <laughs> until I happened to find you on CM Connect. I was like, oh, he lives in Madison. I know exactly where that's at. You know, we could have been working together on stuff, <laughs> and we just it just never had. I never had any idea. Now, if if it hadn't been for social networking, I probably would have never driven to Madison and. Um, I'm sure, not sure we'll jump to Madison now. <laughs> well, there's this place in Louisville called The Summit, and they got the Starbucks and the Build-A-Bear. You know, that's all yeah, we really yeah. need. Yes, we can I'm go sure. have coffee and make a teddy bear <laughs> and call it networking. I've well, there. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> well, let's talk about your book, Collaborate. Okay. Collaborate, it's a verb. And uh, this book really made a splash. I know I was watching it on Amazon.com. It, it hit like the number one in several different categories there yeah. of ministry-related books. And it's such a such a timely topic because I think almost every forward-thinking church or even backward-thinking churches right now, <laughs> we're all looking at how the church and family can work together. And so what you did was really amazing because you had all these very smart people talking about this all in one great little book. So tell me the story of how that book came about. Yeah, definitely. Um, Collaborate Family Plus Church was a project that I, I kept going to conferences and, and hearing people say, over and over again, we've got to work with families. We've got to reach the parents. But there was very few and, I mean, very, very limited voices at the time, and this is a couple years ago, I think it was only the people at Orange, the Rethink Group, that had any kind of method or answer. Um, but at, there were very few people who were saying how to reach parents, how to reach families. And so as I was having conversations with other other pastors and um, and people who were leading ministries, I started asking them, "Hey, what do you do? What is working at your church?" And as I started getting these great answers, I said, "This is this is just fodder for a great book." And so, um, so I reached out to uh, quite a few people, and I uh, got 34 people besides myself to write a chapter on what is working now in your ministry to reach parents and families through your church, and to get to get people working together in family units with the church and. And it's very, very diverse. I mean, it's everything from how to use worship. Uh, it's the theology of family ministry. You know, should you even be doing it? It's um, what you do if your children's ministry. It's how you lead through your student ministry. I mean, it's every different angle. Um, it's every different angle on family ministry. It's really good. Even how to use fitness camps and events as uh, as an outreach to parents and families. And that's one thing. I think I was talking with somebody. Was it Sam Luce? I think I was talking with Sam Luce about this very topic on his podcast of of children's ministry and how we some for some reason we're the group of all the ministries in the church that seem to most reach out mm-hmm. to each other. And I don't know yeah. whether it's the online stuff and it may have been your fault with CM Connect that <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that children's ministry people are so much better networked. Uh, and I think Collaborate is just a great example of that where we're all yeah. working on the same problem. Hey, why not bring everybody in uh, put these essays together, put out this great resource where you can pick it up and you can start on any page and get some great ideas. Yeah. So I've got, I've got a great idea about 
where all that community comes from for children's pastors. Tell me. I, I think that what happens with children's pastors is a lot of us are not trained in children's ministry. A lot of universities don't have children's ministry programs. Now, that's that's changed in the last maybe five or ten years or some, but uh, historically it's not. And um, and also a lot of churches don't treat children's pastors like they're a full member of the staff. Uh, so I think that what may happen is children's pastors are kind of in a silo and they want to connect with other people and learn. They're very passionate about what they do, and so they're out there trying to connect with people. But they also don't have a network of people from their from their alma mater, from their school, where a senior pastor or a student pastor may have that community. They may not have that at all, and they spend their day with kids, you know, or they spend their their weekends with kids, and probably don't talk to a whole lot of adults. And I think they're just they're just eager to connect and learn from one another in a in a different kind of way. Well, when you were talking about the the staff connections. Um, I remember there's, it's, I think it's in Children's Ministry Magazine, and it's, it's an ad for their, uh, like their leadership newsletter. It's the professional edition, yeah. and it's a, a this picture is just stuck in my brain. So whoever at group put this picture together did a great job. It's a, it's a table, <laughs> and it's obviously some kind of pastoral staff meeting, and everybody else is sitting in chairs with their coffee. But there's this lady. Who's sitting on like a kitty chair and she's got a sippy cup and it says, <laughs> tired of not being taken seriously at your church, you know. And I think that's kind of the feeling a lot of people yeah. in children's ministry have. You know, we're, we're in the back, we're doing the child care, we're doing this and that. Mm-hmm. And people don't see it as, uh, as believe one of the most strategic places you can be in the kingdom of God is impacting right. the next generation. So while we're so passionate about family ministry as children's pastors, because, because we understand the influence of a child really starts at home. And if you can influence the home, you can influence the child a lot better. That's right. It's about leveraging influence. As I think, you know, the orange people have done a great job championing yeah, that. Definitely. Back to the family plus church idea. Can you just give me two or three quick takeaways uh, from that book? I know there's so much in there, but maybe give us two or three things that we can write down. The the first thing would just be to have a strategy. Uh, Reggie Joyner writes a great chapter about strategy. He talks about you know Reggie Reggie's just a champion of strategy. I, I, of all the leaders I've met, Reggie understands strategy and vision and focus like no one else I know. Uh, so there's a great chapter in there about that. Uh, another really great one I was trying to think of. I think it was Timothy Smith wrote a chapter about the theology of family ministry. Like, should churches even be approaching the concept of family ministry? Is it even a biblical concept? Really, really good stuff. The Deuteronomy 6.4 is just thread throughout the book. It comes up in different places. And then really the biggest thing, and, and I've said this several times, my favorite quote out of the book was Kerry Newhoff. He's a senior pastor at Connexus Church. Um, I think it's Ontario, Canada. I can't remember what city, but he's in he's in Canada. And he said this, as a senior pastor writing about family church he said there's a huge difference between a senior pastor saying yes we're going to do family ministry and i give you permission to go after it there's a huge difference between that and a senior pastor who says we are going to be a church that ministers to families because the the shift completely changes everything when it comes from the top down then everyone gets on board everyone falls in line and so so carrie's chapter is probably one of my favorite just because seeing that focus and seeing the fruit of that focus was a tremendous blessing to me. Um, but yeah, Fred Stoker, people are familiar with him. He wrote a great chapter also about, about family ministry and about uh, dads and influence of dads and, and their sons' lives. There's tons of stuff. I, it's hard for me just to say two or three. <laughs> no, that's great. And I'll definitely put a link in the show notes to the uh, to the book, and there's a yeah. website also, that a companion so, website. Yeah, it's collaborategebook.com. We'll take you straight to the to the, um, the Amazon link. So if, if there's anybody out there who's not bought that book, there may be a few still. Uh, we'll get them <laughs> connected with that. Uh, let's jump over to Twitter because uh, 
when I do these podcasts, I like to send out a little early warning on Twitter and Facebook and see if anybody has questions for you. And Wendy Douglas, Saved Sister 7. I think she's been our most faithful listener. Definitely, <laughs> definitely the most faithful at asking questions. And she would like to hear more about the CM Connect wiki. Yeah, um, the URL for that is wiki, W-I-K-I dot cmconnect dot org. The wiki is in pre-launch phase. We're just, it's one of those things that I had the idea, I had the vision to do it, but I wasn't sure what I was going to evolve into, so I haven't really laid a lot of concrete foundation. I just kind of put it out to the community. But what my prayer is for this, for the wiki is that it will become a completely open resource for children's pastors to share content, and then not just share it, but develop content. And so uh, right now we're writing a, um, we're doing a collaborative project to write Christmas curriculum. Uh, and so this Christmas curriculum will be something that a church can download off there for free. There's absolutely no charge. They can um, also, if they're a writer or they see some tweaks, they can make tweaks to it and change it. Um, like, for example, uh, it may be written from a very generic perspective. Uh, someone may say, you know, I want a version of this. I'm going to use this for my church. We're an Assembly of God church or we're a Southern Baptist church, uh, whatever it is, and we want it spe- specifically written this way. They may go in and add it, edit it, and then add it back into the into the wiki as a version specifically for those churches. What it allows people to do is allows them to collaborate projects. They can launch a project and ask the community to share and be a part of it. And then, you know, we're writing curriculum together. We're going to work on a VBS uh, vacation Bible school program together, uh, a camp pr- um, program together. It's really, really adaptive. You can also define terms that are used in children's ministry. You can write the history of children's ministry if you're a history buff. Any- anything you want to do with it, but it's completely open source, free wiki. It's like an encyclopedia of children's ministry. I think that's going to be great. I hope, I hope to see that continue to develop. And um... people are always looking for job descriptions and looking for ways to train their volunteers. And this will be a place where we can put files in there that people can work together on and develop really great resources. Well, one final question here, Michael. What is next for you? I know uh, uh, you've got some big plans coming up. Are, are you at liberty to share any of those with us? Uh, definitely. I'm um, Right now, I, uh, I've always wanted to speak more and, uh, and to write more, and so I'm really focusing on, on writing and on speaking. And I've been given an opportunity to travel some with uh, Kids Blitz Ministry, uh, just kind of hanging out with my friend Roger Fields and uh, serving with him. Uh, so I'm going to be doing that some part-time. I'm also working now for the Vanderbloom and Associates, and they'll, we'll be sending something out to CM Connect about that. We, we help people find job placement at churches. Um, we help churches find children's pastors. Uh, there's a company called the Wing Group Agency. They, they find um, speakers for churches uh, and for conferences. I'm going to be serving with them a little bit just for um, this transition season and trying to uh, see if I can't get out there and, and serve as many people as possible. But but really my main focus has been, it's really what's always been. God called me to serve people, and uh, CM Connect has become my church um, in this season. And so I'm trying to figure out the best way to serve the people there. Like I was sharing with you earlier about developing a, a resource where people can can uh, just call straight into CM Connect if they have a hot issue, a pressing issue, and they need some help with it. Well, they just need someone to pray with them. I'm trying to develop something along those lines that will be there uh, and just see what I can do to continue to help children's pastors and family pastors do the best they can to serve families. Well, Michael, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Look yeah. forward to uh, what God's going to do through you and your ministry in the future. Cool. I thank, I thank you, and uh, it's been a real blessing, Tony. I appreciate your friendship. 